0: Welcome. Pull up a seat, relax, and pour yourself a drink. You're invited to listen in on Bean and Bowman share life stories and personal perspectives. Today's topic, sharing the secrets of creativity, and I am joined with my uh, co-host, Stephen Bean, who, uh, in case you haven't uh, heard before, so we're uh, actually related. Uh, Steve Bean is actually my father-in-law. That makes me his son-in-law. We're also, I would say, very good friends. We're also... um, We share a lot together, and it's really a pleasure and a joy to be speaking with you again uh, today and talking about the subject of creativity. And I know that this is an area that you have done a lot of research in. This is an area that you're not new to the subject of creativity. You've researched it, and you have proven it. I'd love to hear uh, more about sharing the secrets of creativity. Take it away, Steve.
1: Yeah. So, you know, what What do I mean by creativity? It, 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 in a nutshell, it's the ability to make uh, or otherwise bring into existence something new, whether a new solution to a problem, a new method or device or a new artistic uh, object or form. It's I think it's a very rare quality. I've met very few people who I would consider to be creative. And I think the real root cause of a lack of creativity is because from an early age, we're taught to conform. Uh, You go to school and they teach everybody you're going to be the same. And uh, they so schools actually engineer a lack of creativity because they don't leave room for you to develop creativity. So I I thought I would start with, you know, what what it's best to describe what creative people are. That's Mm -hmm. the only way the way I know how to do it. You can't uh, put it in any other conceptual form. Uh, Number one, people who are creativity are highly curious. Okay that just happens to be the way they are. So in our descriptions, the first quality is you must be absolutely curious. The second quality is you gotta be a little playful. Uh, you gotta be willing to play with various ideas until you find the right ones. Um, and creative people have fun with the process rather than taking it too seriously. Um, number three, they're very open-minded. Um, creative people are, uh, are open to uh, new experiences; they enjoy uh, trying various ways of performing tasks. Trying new things can often bring excitement into their days, um, and it, I know it does to mine. Uh, they're very flexible. Uh, creativity uh, it, it is a flexible quality. It enables creative people to change their minds about ideas, which makes them more willing to admit when they're wrong. For uh, you know, it, and so th- that's that's another example. Uh, they're sensitive, highly sensitive uh, and because they have a very open nature and they also to you know it translates into uh, more, being more approachable to others and willing to listen to their thoughts or feelings. Um, and creativity, creative people are uh, have no problem working independently um, uh, which is, they embrace their personal freedom. Uh, creative people are risk takers in a sense. Uh, They enjoy collaborating with others, but they also work on tasks alone. Uh, Maybe maybe my saying all this sort of brings up um, some qualities in people you know. Um, They're highly intuitive. They make decisions based on feelings, um, and uh, they they trust in themselves to follow their hearts. Um, Number nine is creative people put a lot of thought and care into their work. They look at the issue from all possible angles. And they look for solutions, and they test all possible solutions until they find one that best meets their needs. Um, and uh, number two, they're highly ambitious. They have an awareness of how much effort goes into their work, and they understand that the perfect solution does not always come easily. So they got to put in the work to achieving it, and they're and they're willing to do that. Um, number eleven, they're objective. They feel passionate about what they do, and they understand to remain you know highly objective. And the, the last one is number twelve. Um, they're they're highly energetic. Um, they never run out of energy for what for what they're doing. Um, and the the process uh, encourages a lot of excitement for them.
0: right. so this is um, this is a very, very this is a helpful list for a lot of reasons, I think, because when somebody is asking themselves, am I do I, do I uh, uh, embody or do I possess? Uh, creativity. So this is definitely an excellent checklist in which one can measure themselves against. Uh, something that strikes me uh, from the when you first started speaking about this, and that's the issue of conformity and the fact that, uh, that from the start, children uh, are, in a sense, pushed towards conformity, which, uh, I guess, stifles the, the development of the creative process. Uh, the question I have on that is, is that do creative people um, in a sense uh, have a big take a big risk if they're not conforming uh, to suffering? In other words, can somebody actually wind up as a creative person not being successful and rather uh, suffering because they didn't kind of go along with the program? Absolutely and,
1: they, and sometimes they get they're, they're known to get bad grades, uh, their behavioral problems in school. Uh, because they don't want to conform to uh, to uh, to the to the mode. Um, if if you uh, here here's a good example. If you ever want to know what a creative person mind feels like, imagine a browser with twenty eight hundred and fifty seven tabs open all the time. Hmm. That,
0: good, that's yeah. what
1: their, uh, that, that's what their mind feels like.
0: Um, right. 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 Okay.
1: And good. The, it, it's a it's a constant ongoing process. Um, they engage in imaginative play. They show a high degree of passion. They do a lot of daydreaming hmm. uh, because that's the nature of them. Uh, they like. They really like solitude. Um, the metaphorical room of one's own is based upon the fact that that's what they need. Um, um, you know, they embrace that. Um, their openness to experiences. And they're, and they're always looking around to take in their environment. Um, they have a high degree of sensitivity, uh, as in connecting the dots in some way, that uh, sensitive people who have a heightened sensitivity to their surroundings, and intensified experience of sensory input, like for sound, lighting, and scent, smell. Uh, experience They experience a world where there are both more dots and more opportunities for connection.
0: Yeah, you know, I'd like to hear your thoughts based on, on everything you've just said uh, on how you would if you were the uh, you know secretary of education in the United States or the head of the um, <laughs> Department of Creativity. What would you do? What kind of changes would you make? Because it sounds like you're very much an advocate for creativity, obviously. What sort of changes would you make at the educational level, at the corporate level in businesses to promote uh, creativity or the creative process.
1: I would segregate these people. Uh, if it was on the educational level, I would determine which ones were creative, and maybe they would they would be in a in a the same classroom, but they would be taught differently. on 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 an on a on a, on a business level, uh, I would segregate them out from the rest of the of the crowd that worked there and take advantage of their creativity because, I mean, that's how. For example, the cell phone got born, and that's mm-hmm. how uh, how Steve Jobs uh, created the cell phone. He w- he was highly creative, and he surrounded himself with that group of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, you, you know, it's, it's like you know, uh, only the lead horse has a clear view; all the rest just see the horse in front of them, right? Uh, right? You know that that's basically what it looks like, and it, it just it, except that our system is so large and it is so confined to, uh, to dealing with people on the same level. Everybody takes the same tests. Everybody's graded on the same, on the same format. Uh, And so you come out of school, for example, um, as just another clone of, uh, of everybody else. And to, it really takes some, it takes some guts to become, uh, to become creative. You have to do it despite the resistance. Of the world you live in, and it, it's just a trait that people have. I think there can be a genetic component. I think there can be an upbra- a parental component an upbringing. Uh, it can be an identification issue with your parents. Maybe they they're like that as well. They're a believer, um, and uh, but if the, as I said, of all the people I've known and met, I'm I'm here to tell you that very few of them I would describe as creative. Mm-hmm. all they do all the hours and another member of the herd and if there if there can be a, a you know a recipe or a cookbook they'll take the recipe and that's the way it works
0: right right i think that you've really are you really nailed it and the and the fact that uh, you're even open to the to the idea that um that this could either be coming from a genetic source or from an environmental source is very very interesting in other words somebody could uh either be advantaged by having that genetic makeup of being a creative individual or they could be getting it from their environment on the other hand it sounds like on the other side of the flip side of the coin they may not wind up becoming creative as you say the majority of people that you've encountered because they do not have either the genetic makeup or their environment is not a creative environment in other words it's uh it, it, it has a lot to do with, um, you know, who you are and where you are. Yeah, it's a combination of
1: variables that, that have to go together under the right set of circumstances to produce a creative person. Like, it also can be, you know, what used to be called their personality. Now it's their worldview. It, it is it is the way it is. Um, and, and some people can't help but be creative. It's just part of them. Uh, they engage in a lot of imaginative play. They show um, a high degree of passion for it. Uh, they, they do a lot, a lot of daydreaming. Um, I, I know that I know that I do. I do a lot of daydreaming. Um, I do a lot of dreaming too, but I do a lot of daydreaming. And I, I really do. I really do like solitude. Um, I, 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 when I attend social events, the first thought in my mind is how to get out of there or uh, <laughs> how to avoid it in the first place. Um, I enjoy solitude. Uh, I, I the room of my own. I don't want to be. I don't want to be involved with a lot of people. I prefer solitude, and um, um, I'm open to intuition, um, and I'm um, openness to experiences. And uh, you know, I take it. I, you know, I take it all in, um, and I'm highly sensitive. I am. I am highly sensitive. Uh, I've al- always been that way. I'm sensitive to my environment in every way. And um, um, I'm I'm I think different. I, I'm on uh, I mean creative people are united by their unwillingness to abide by by, by conventional ways in thinking of doing things. Um, they 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 have the ability to accept the possibility of uncertainty and and failure. Um, but it's precisely this risk that opens the possibility of true innovation.
0: You know, I have a, I have a comment and a question. Uh, my comment is, is is that I'm thinking of. You know um, the 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 kid in school who gets called into the principal's office um, and is is you know is told by the principal all the things you just mentioned right now daydreaming and not you know not being sociable and all these things and the principal's you know and calls in the parents and says your kid's got a problem he's daydreaming he's he's you know and he's unsociable when in reality what really may be going on is is that that child may actually be very creative highly creative and is not uh, as you say fitting into the mold and uh, so it's just a kind of comment uh, a comment on on what happens in schools what could be happening in the workplace what could be happening in social circumstances but my question is uh you know is it possible that when i when i have um and i can say and i and i have to tell you I, I i count myself in that small club of being creative along <laughs> uh as well um you know, if I've been in a situation where I felt, wow, the the energy is all wrong here. The people I'm surrounded by, you know, I'm just not, I'm not getting energized by them. I'm not, I'm not feeling that creative process. Um, the the task at hand just is is, is suffocating. Is that a almost like a, an allergic reaction or a sensitive reaction to somebody who's creative in a in a non-creative, stifling environment? Yeah, discomfort. Uh, discomfort mm. you're in
1: the, you're in the wrong spot you're, you're just in the wrong spot you've and you and and you get agitated and uh and that's the way it is unfortunately um like I said before how many people are really creative oh I don't know two percent of the population perhaps um most of the people just go you know follow the herd uh they that's the way they are that that's just the way they are they are so how do how does how does the world develop? and come up with new ideas. Like, uh, like for example, a cell phone. Like, for example, all the digital stuff that goes on. Uh, like, for example, all of a sudden you can, you, there's a new device out. All of a sudden there's a new uh, car with uh, with an electric battery in it uh, and so on. How, how does that happen? That, that if everybody was the same way, none of those in, innovations in society would occur. And they do occur slowly, uh, because there are very few people who are creative. Um, if you go to work for an auto company, for example, you um, you got to follow the follow the herd because that that's the way it works. And and if you don't follow the herd, um, you might get the herd uh, sort of upset with you uh, or your immediate boss. Um, and you have to be able to stand out. Years ago, there was a guy by the name of John DeLorean who uh, was the first guy. I, they put a picture in the paper. He was a vice president of General Motors, and he made the headlines by wearing a blue shirt to work. Everybody else wore a white shirt and a tie, but not John DeLorean. He wore a blue shirt and a tie. That was his start to claim to fame, and then he invented the DeLorean car, and on and on and on. So you have to, you have to, um, you know, figure how does society uh, technically develop? They technically develop not by chance. They technically develop because there's somebody out there that's pushing technical development, and no, nobody was nobody happens to be stopping them, okay? Like firing them or disciplining them or doing whatever. So it's it's a very complex issue, and it largely has to do with the way people are are. Uh, are viewed or get lucky. You got to get lucky. You got to be. If you're a, you're a creative person, you got to be lucky because you have to be sort of surrounded in by those people who don't, you know, make it a negative quality or discipline you for it or send you to the principal's office. There's nothing wrong with you. There's something wrong with the principal.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 It
1: happens to be a fact. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. So if you run into somebody that's creative, um, it's so it, they're just lucky. They're just lucky they were in the right spot at the right time with the right qualities. So, you know, what makes a person creative? Originality, imagination, unusual, uh, unique, novel ideas, exploration, the ability to explain ideas in detail, flexibility, curiosity, resistance to closure. They don't they don't want to close a subject and forget it. Ability to 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 generate multiple solutions. Uh, um, they like complexity. Um, recognition of patterns similarities and and differences they're always they have those qualities and there are very few people that do
0: yeah and it, it sounds like that there's a almost like a correlationship between these factors between uh the amount of risk uh, that you're you know prepared to take as a as a creative individual uh as you say luck or good fortune or being in the right place at the right time or perhaps being in the wrong place at the right time um and all these things kind of, come together and seem to be correlated to result in the success of a creative individual. Um, You you mentioned some very practical uh, um, uh, implementations of creativity. You mentioned uh, John DeLorean, you talked about um, Steve jobs in your own personal experience, um, in your, in your work life, in your, uh, in your, uh, in your creative life. What's what? What kind of examples can you share on how you may have looked at something differently or in a creative way? Left, you know, got out of the comfort zone, and and did something. Whether the whether it was a success or a failure, uh, that doesn't matter. What what, what kind of uh, kind of examples can you share with us?
1: Well, I you know a number of years ago I started a company called Chester Financial, and I it had to do with um uh, it was stock options trading. And it became very successful uh, because it appealed to, to 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 people as something they could do if they owned some stock. And I I was successful at the company until uh, everybody else in the financial community caught onto it and made it public information. But I but I did uh, I did generate a fair amount of revenue from Chester Financial. Because I thought that, that you know, that, that's something that will really appeal to people. And I thought it was, uh, you know, a terrific way to make money if you own stock. It had to do with a concept called selling covered calls. And so I, I you know, I, I came up with that when nobody else came up with that. I was the one who came up with that.
0: Well, that's, um, the, yeah, mm-hmm. very
1: interesting. Creative, creative people often put a lot of thought and care into their work. They look at an issue, an issue from all possible angles when they when they seek solutions then they test these possible solutions until they find one that best meets their needs uh the, the, at times this may mean they pay attention to details that seem very minor to others
0: right Do you, so does that does that translate into other fields as well i mean obviously creativity we're familiar with that in the world of the arts right music painting whatever you want in the arts business as you've just described education how about things like uh, politics and science
1: yeah, well, for sure, politics and science. Look, and then let's go into let's go look, talk about Michael Jackson. Okay? Oh, okay. There was never there was never a Michael Jackson until Michael Jackson was.
0: Mm-hmm. There
1: was never a moonwalk until Michael Jackson started it. Right. There was never an approach toward entertainment until Michael Jackson came up with it. He didn't compete with anybody because there was never another Michael Jackson. He could have gone out and it was he was a pretty good singer. So he could have just gone out on the stage and, and sang a song, but he didn't do that. He he magnified it into a whole new creative form of entertainment.
0: Right. And and again, he could have he could have failed miserably. He could have branched out in that direction and not been well received. And he would have been a footnote and at the bottom of a, a page of music history and and instead he winds up being a headliner. He's a chapter headliner. Um so that's that's very very impressive. That's a great example in the music industry. How about in the world of uh, politics or science or literature?
1: Well, for sure in science because the, the creative people in science—I mean, we uh, not could, you know develop things like the polio vaccine
0: mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm.
1: and other vaccines and so on. And um, and um, you know, creative people like to daydream and imagine the possibilities and wonders of the world. Uh, they can immerse themselves in imagination and fantasy, yet remain grounded enough to turn their daydreams into reality. And they're often described as dreamers. But that doesn't mean that they live with their heads in the clouds. OK. And, you know, the, in science, they come up with, uh, with, uh, with scientific uh, breakthroughs. As far as politics is concerned, um, I'm sure that there are creative politicians, but politicians are a, another breed of cat. I I, I tend to view politicians as more conformists than anything else, because right, they right. they have to get they have to get the votes, and the votes they get they, the, the the votes they get come from people who are not creative because ninety eight percent of them are not, so they got to go along with the herd. So uh, I don't have a lot of faith in politicians. Um, they uh, we we happen to have a governor uh, um, in in our state who is uh, very good, and she does come up with interesting ideas, uh, and she she is fairly creative. But 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 nonetheless, she has to go along with the flow because that's the the flow cat. are the people that cast the vote. Um, And and that's um, that's the way that's the way it works. So how did I become creative? right, right. You know, I'm very creative. I really am. I mean, and I'm not saying that as a compliment and I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back, but I happen to be very creative. Uh, I, I write a national column for an international magazine every 30 days. Uh, that's get that's get, and I have a following of 20,000 readers a month. And I have written 160, 160 uh, different columns, wow. and the, uh, each one is different, and they go you know, on a different subject. And the, the people and my editor and the people, the executives at the magazine, call me the content king. They can't figure out where I get these ideas. Um, I I just, they pop into my head. Yeah, well, I was going to say, how, where do you get these ideas? I get them because they just show up. Uh, mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I'll, I'll see a circumstance and I'll say, you know, that could be a, a, an article. Um, that's, that's how I get them. Um, uh, I'm curious all the time by nature. I'm always looking for something that fits into my creativity. So I, I'm a creative recipient and if anything comes along, it penetrates the boundaries and, and, and enters my creative world. Um, I, I, by nature, I I I require closure. I can't leave something out there without getting an answer to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've also, I've also written three books uh, uh, on two of them on the subject. And um, because I just do, um, I always come up with new ideas, such as doing a website uh, and creating a new business out of necessity. I recently created a brand new business for our business and wrote my own website. And I get 260 hits per month. And um, I just put put it down. I wrote it. I, just, uh, I seem like I have a vision of the future. I get them through dreams. I, I, I'm able to see things that other people don't see. Um, um i think in my view creativity is is a business it's a way of thinking that inspires me challenges me and helps people to find innovative solutions and create opportunities out of problems um it, it's also the reason why some companies wow us with new amazing ideas while others merely follow the beaten path uh it's a, and it's a source of innovation and inspiration to me um that that's the only way i can describe why i'm creative
0: right uh that's that's the uh, amazing insight. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, if you're, you're you know, you, if you're to take a tally and say, okay, listen, you've had, you've, you're have you a creative individual, you're a businessman, you're an innovator, you're an entrepreneur. Um, you know, if you were to line it up and say to yourself, you know, would you have been more successful being a conformist uh, or or having a life of creativity, um how do you how do you measure that how do you compare if you were to do that in other words if you were to say you know uh what would have been better
1: now i measure that by uh, by results um i i've always been sort of a unique uh person even the way i dress in uh in uh in in the world of laundry my business yes. and you know i'm 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 you know people i'm, I'm sort of uh, you have to be a little bit um, odd, um, which which is okay with me. You know, there and I'm very curious. Um, curiosity involves the pursuit of new knowledge and experiences. It involves transforming the existing knowledge, ideas, or objects into something novel and interesting. Uh, and when you when you frame it this way, it's easy to see the overlap between the two. Both revolve around novelty. Um, that that's and I'm I'm novel. That's what I am. I'm novel. I just a novel. Let, let, you know, I, you know, I've always thought, I have always thought, and I, I get these strange thoughts that nobody else gets, I think, uh, I, you know, and I think one of the thoughts I get it that I think that sometimes English is a stupid language. For example, there's no egg in eggplant. There's no ham and hamburger and neither, uh and no uh, apple in pineapple. And by the way, English muffins were not invented in England and French fries were not invented in France. Okay. Um, I, I think those are things I think about. Um, for some reason, those will get my thoughts you know, going, and I, and I can think about I can think about all that sort of thing. And I got and I got another one for you too that uh, yeah. that I find I find interesting. I don't think anybody really thinks about that, and that is that. You know, I'm thinking the other day there are no Chinese restaurants in China. You know what does that mean? There's no Chinese restaurants in China. Right. They just have they just have restaurants. Restaurants, yeah. yeah. They, they don't they, they don't have Chinese restaurants. They're not sitting in their house, around the house on Sunday and say, anybody here in the mood for Chinese? No, they're uh, probably they're, not. They gotta get out of China <laughs> to get Chinese food. We we don't look at it that way. Now, if I said that to somebody, they'd look at me like, What? But it's true. There are no Chinese restaurants in China. I mean, you know, when you think about it, and not many people do think about that. They 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 really don't they really don't think about that, um,
0: right? You know, you've got a lot you've got a lot of interesting things going through your mind, and that's that's you know like yeah. a lot of triggers happening there.
1: Yeah, no, I mean I think about that, you know that. Yeah, that's right. There are no Chinese restaurants in China. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just called restaurants. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I could do, a, do an, an article on that. It's <laughs> like it's like this guy that says you know that they, how he defines rednecks. He says okay. a redneck lives in a trailer that won't move and there's 14 cars outside that will. And, and uh, <laughs> that's redneck. And, and another definition of a redneck is the most common phrase used in the house is, will somebody please jiggle the handle? I mean, now that's, that's, that's creativity.
0: Right. So, okay. So I'm curious as, as a psychologist, you know, um, you know, if you were to, you know, look at, creativity as a psychology or the psychology of creativity you know and you were to say okay this is this is what is going to be defined as the science if you will of creativity the psychology of creativity what sort of things would you come up with
1: you know i i come up with these weird thoughts and i and, and i oftentimes write them down that that most people think makes make sense but i i think i think oppositely i think oppositely. for example They you talk about quicksand, they say quicksand, quicksand. But see, quicksand takes you down slowly. It's not quick. Mm. I mean, I I think about that. And boxing rings are square. They're not rings. They're square. Um, And and then I and I had another one. I wrote down that that a guinea pig is neither from Guinea nor is it a pig.
0: So your creative your your creative process the second and and almost the psychology of it is by challenging the what is considered the norm Ch- challenging the conformity challenging the convention and saying uh, I'm, I'm not buying this i'm going to turn it around i'm going to i'm, I'm going to untangle this i'm going to un, unpack this thing and i'm going to come up with definitions that make sense to me i mean that's what it sounds it's like what yeah 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 how would you
1: conformity has penetrated the language. For example, I had this other one I was thinking of, uh, we park on driveways and drive on parkways. Why? What's that
0: mean? You know, when you think about it, that's right. weird. Right. Uh, it is weird. Yeah. You know, and, we, and, nobody, and nobody and nobody nobody questions it. That's the thing. Nobody, nobody sits there going, wow, isn't that weird? Why are we why are we, right. you know, uh, parked on a driveway? You know, that people right. don't and then along comes a creative individual, along along you come and go, what? That doesn't make sense. No, but and... we keep saying
1: that, you know, Or I say, you say the house can. The house is burning up. It's not really burning up. It's burning down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, in my view, um, like a like unbelievable. It's uh, it's it's totally unbelievable. And then a lot of that, a lot of that, there's is, is the basis for a comedy routine, and yes. and, and that's why these some of these stand up comics will, will incorporate that into their into their act because some of it is so funny because it's so absurd. You know what I'm saying? It's right. just totally absurd.
0: Totally absurd. Uh, okay, so take us through what happens, you know, people are listening to this podcast and they say, you know, I I, I really want to tap into my creative juices. I want to I want to see what's there. I want to see whether or not I've got the DNA. I want to see whether or not I've had the any kind of environmental um Influence whatsoever. How does someone, somebody, begin? Can they begin the process of uh, of developing their creativity?
1: I think that I think you have to first be aware of the fact there is such a thing as creativity, and you know, and a person doesn't have it. They never think about it. It's not part of their personality. They can wake up one day and say, "Okay, I'm going to learn to be creative. I'm going to come up with ideas." Okay, you can take any idea, write it down. They're not all going to be good, but take it and write it down. If you happen to have a job you and you come up with a creative aspect of your job, which a lot of people do. Um, Chris Rock, the comedian, used to work, work in the kitchen. And he came hmm. up with a whole bunch of comedy routines uh, about about shelling, uh, shelling uh, um, shrimp. And, um, and, and, it, and it seemed to work. I think you have to. You have to come up with an idea. Have to take it. Maybe take it to work, or try it. To take it to school, or or whatever. And eventually, if you if it becomes habit forming, and you have the intellect to do it. Keep in mind, it, you can't be really dumb, and be highly creative. Uh, you do have to have a certain level of of, of intellectual capability. Um, and then, if you exploit that, that's fine. But as I said. You're looking at a very small percentage of the population that has that, but you know innovations in our society uh, don't come from non-creative people. That's for sure. They come. They, uh, they only come from creative people. But right. there's a lot of them out there now developing things like they they are like for example, if you separate hydrogen and oxygen from water, you can use the hydrogen to propel your car. Well, that's true. Now there's a lot of people out there saying, Well, I, if I could we can figure out how to do that, all you do is fill your car up with water and the car mechanism will do it, do the same thing. And the exhaust is nothing but water. And it's a heck of a thing. And then there's a lot and then, you know, there are gas stations and there are big, big uh, you know, petroleum companies that say, wait a minute, wait a minute, this is not good. Right. So, so, this is not good for us. It may not be good for you, but it it can be done. It can be done. Think about that. Just think yeah. about how marvelous that would be if they, if they could do that. That would be, you know, incredible. And and the fact is, in a laboratory, they can do that. So it's you got to be you know aware of what it takes to be creative. There are very few people out there that really are creative. I think in your case, you know, the business you created is an example of of crea- high, high degree of creativity, um, seeing what they might need, fulfilling the need in a practical manner and um, coming up with, with a solution. But you have the qualities that are necessary to do that. You're smart, you're energetic, you're sensitive, uh, you're on the lookout for things. Uh, and and But most people are just, you know, they, fo- they follow the herd. They're just like the sheep in front of them. And it's easier. And, right. and, and and they don't they don't know that there's such a thing as creativity, and usually creative people, once they're accepted, will become more financially successful. Um, th- that's the that's the way it works. Uh, you know, this guy um, Tesla, you know, he came up with a car that will go you know 300 miles on a, on a, on, a, on a charge or whatever he did, but he became very rich doing that because it was acceptable. Um, people send rockets to the moon. How do they How do they do that? Well, they send rocket ships to the moon because they're creative. You know, how did they send a person to the moon? Same way. So it's um, it's just part of what what's out there that was going to take a long time for it to become um, uh, viral. It just is. Right. That's what it is. But I suppose if you have the skills necessary and highly motivated you can try to become creative because you would be a lot better off if you were but you got to be very careful you don't offend anybody or cause yourself you know day to day problems
0: you know one of the things that i have experienced i guess is, is that the creative process has to include an element of failure you have to be i have to be prepared uh for a failure uh whether it's a project or whether it's uh, some kind of an innovation and and then not look at that failure as a negative thing necessarily, but look at it as a, a positive um, growth uh, growth incubator, uh, so that I can then really try and figure out what went wrong and learn from that experience, as opposed to what I think what many people do with failure is they try just erase it, ignore it, and not don't, don't I don't want to visit that place again and just move forward. And I think that uh, for me, part of the creative process has been if something has not worked out, diving in. I'll give you an example. Uh, it's the business that I in, obviously, is is placing uh, bomb shelters um, in Israel and uh, to communities that are vulnerable uh, to rocket attacks. And uh, sometimes, you know, we have to approach we approach philanthropy, philanthropy, excuse me, uh, foundations. And, you know, you, you come up with the grant proposal and, uh, okay, you get a letter of rejection. Rather than saying, ah, the heck with them, I will contact the grant provider and say, hi, thank you very much for getting back to me. You know, even with an answer, it was very, I appreciate that. Um, I see we didn't pass or didn't get the approval i'd like to take a few minutes and just you know hear what the reasons were learn from that and you know and just so that we can be so that i can be more um informed in other words turn that creative turn that failure into a positive and for me that's been very 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 helpful um but you, you know to be able to walk into something and say i'm prepared yeah there may be failure here we may not i may not succeed at this but that's uh, that's worth the risk that's correct i i've never heard
1: of a successful person who hasn't failed first um i like to say um uh, in in going back into an analyze to analyze what wouldn't be considered a failure um don't look where you fell look where you slipped yeah, very uh, good. and very that good. that in that in itself we'll, will get it done. You have to, uh, Steve Jobs failed a million times. Uh, everybody that's successful, uh, has failed first and then, right. and, and then went back and analyze not where, where they fell, but where they slipped because where you slip is where you is the key element. You slip somewhere yes. and then you back and you analyze it again. Yep. And, uh, it, it's a doable thing, but, but it's, the whole concept of um, creativity is very esoteric. It's, uh, uh, it's not it's not the subject you can discuss with a lot of people because a lot of people don't really get it. Like I said, we're talking about a very small percentage of the population uh, that, that can really and truly understand what it is. Like I happen to be a ham radio operator and mm-hmm. I had to study long and hard to get my license and I had to learn a lot of technicalities of radio wave propagation and if i were to have a discussion with a non-ham radio operator on ionospheric wave propagation they wouldn't understand a word i was telling them and <laughs> i so right. I, I wouldn't i wouldn't have the, the discussion i'm wasting my time i right. would not have the discussion they don't get it they can't get it they don't understand it there's no way they would understand it so i wouldn't bring it up um and you know every it, it applies to where we live i mean it, it, you it's going to be like that. It's probably going to be like that forever, unless one day we recognize that the educational process can encourages conformity. And um, if it encourages conformity, then that's what you're going to get. You're going to get conforming individuals. Uh, but you know, there's more than that. Even if they don't confirm it can, can, uh, can encourage conformity. They got to be dealing with the right group of uh, a bit of protoplasm there. You know, not everybody is acceptable or can handle the the issue of of uh, creativity. Um, you can, with your children, for example. You you have been to have uh, a number of children and a number of grandchildren. You can try. You can you you can try. You can take one of them, whatever age you want, and and try to conform to con- encourage creativity by right. how you deal with them and you know you know things you talk to about them. And see if it see if it it finds a home.
0: Yeah, good point. And and that, that what, what you, your comment um, you know causes me to think of the following, and that is is that how do people who are not creative, which as you've shared is the majority, when they view the creative process in somebody else, when they view review the results, um, what's their response? I and mean, we could use an example like Steve Jobs. We can use an example like. Um, you know, whatever happens to be the advent of uh, either a new clothesline, new music, new uh, uh, new uh, technology. Um, how are people responding? How do people respond to that? Do they identify and they say, "Oh, that that that's an example of the creative process," or do they go, "Oh, gee, that's a really cool thing. I would have never thought of that." What's what's the what's that what's the outside view of creativity?
1: You have to, if you're going to take a person and make them creative, you have to reinforce on a positive level every time they spit out anything that's creative. Um, that that uh, that came from you know that's behavioral psychology, and and that's B.F. Skinner who, who who wrote that that a positive reinforcement works better than a negative in certain instances. So if somebody comes out with something positive, you have to reinforce that, and and once it's reinforced on a positive level. Then they will continue to repeat it because of the frequency of any behavior is always a function of its consequences.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, excellent point. And if consequences be. are pleasurable; they repeat. If they're not, they don't repeat. For example, they will only stick their finger in the in the electrical socket once. <laughs> right. That doesn't happen. To, that does. If I was going to say that that doesn't turn them on, but that you know <laughs> that praise, of course. Um, but but if but if they eat a chocolate bar that they happen to like that they like okay so that's a positive experience and they will repeat right. that, and, yeah. and that and that and that's what it's about so it's um it, in a nutshell that it boils down to it boils to events like that um, but a lot yeah. of it has to do with parents uh some parents are um you know um you know just that way I, I i i know some people that are that way uh and their kids are apparently that way too
0: yeah yeah um, yeah yeah for sure regarding the, the, ele- kid,
1: the kid can't be afraid to to do it see?
0: right right you have to create a you have to really craft an environment where there's yeah. permission to, to 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 daydream as you say and to uh to think outside the box and to make mistakes and there really has to be a an environment i know we really uh your daughter and i <laughs> we we encourage that kind of environment in our home uh, that uh um you know you know if you, if something is if you're passionate about something then then explore it and uh, we 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 encourage that and uh and not to go with, not to necessarily go with the flow uh, but to uh, find your own voice and that's very very important as we wrap up um this incredibly in interesting conversation uh, any other uh, last uh, final points
1: um no i can't i really can't think of um of anything um i think i think that uh, you know it, that it, the subject matter is is really very interesting um very esoteric and 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 sort of hard to even talk about because it's so unique And um, and so infrequently discussed. But I think that doing it on this podcast hopefully will help people who hear it um, look in a mirror differently and and say, yeah, you know, there's huge benefits to being creative. If they're parents, they may say, you know, let's change our approach. Like uh, like if one of your kids uh, says to to their mother, you know, uh, uh, how do you make schnitzel? Uh, you, uh, Lisa can say, "I don't know." You tell me. Uh, mm. And if, if they make it right, then good. If they make it wrong, then keep going.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. I heard a fabulous quote actually just uh, just the other day. Um, somebody was saying that their their kid was 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 kid goes to their parent and says, "You know, why is the sky blue?" And um, father, oh, father, the father says, I I, I don't know." Okay, it comes back the next day. Why is the grass green? Uh, I don't know. Okay, why is the you know why is the ocean blue? I <laughs> you know I, I don't know. So the child says to the father, "Would you listen, Dad? Would would you prefer that I uh, I don't keep asking you these questions?" And the father says, "What are you kidding? If you don't ask me these questions, how are you supposed to learn anything?" Yeah, yeah, of course. So yeah. it's not about having it's not about necessarily having the answers. It's 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 about promoting the questions and as you said uh earlier in the conversation curiosity is a major ingredient in the creative process
1: yeah absolutely absolutely um um it, it's um and, and as i said i can leave you with this that the uh that the language has been penetrated with uh with uh strange things that we just accept you know like for example i thought the other day and I'll leave you with this. If a, if a vegetarian eats vegetables, what does a humanitarian eat? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh nobody, ever, nobody mm. ever asked that question. You know, they just never asked that question. Mm-hmm. Um, not, it just doesn't come up. That doesn't and, come up. Right, it's been a pleasure being here. And um, um, off we go and in, into the wild blue yonder.
0: Wonderful. This has been fantastic. Again, thank you very much.
1: My pleasure, as always.